BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Straight up with Stassi. Hi, everyone. I'm Stassi Schroeder. She's the star of Bravo's Vanderpump Rules. I'm here to talk about pop culture, reality TV, celeb gossip, relationships. Stassi's new podcast is a hilarious look at the world and everyone in it. I want to give my opinion on everything. And she's never one to hold back on any topic. Because that's what I do best. Judge. (laughs) This is Straight Up with Stassi. Hey, everyone. Welcome to Ask Stassi and Ask Stassi episode. Um, I'm needing y'all's help more than I think you need mine right now. I know that this has like kind of been like somewhat of like a, a small theme in my last few podcasts. Or maybe it's just in my head that it is. But no, I feel like I talked about it. I'm tired and I'm overwhelmed and I sometimes I feel like I have nothing to say for myself like I really do do you ever just feel like you can't speak like I wonder about like when I go get my hair done like when I get my my extensions put in my weed put in when I get my roots done or like if I do have like say like a Pilates class or something like a private class, which like doesn't happen very often. But like, you know, like people that have to talk to their clients all day long. Like I look at my hair girl and I'm like, shout out to Trace though. Shout out to Trace Henningsen. She's the best. Um, I look at her and I'm like, I'm watching, like I'm watching her talk to every single client. She has to do that all day long. She can't just do her craft because she is an artist she does the best blonde of anyone I've ever met. I am ride or die with this chick because she's just so like there's it's taken us like five years to get to this blonde because she wanted me to do it in a healthy way. That's irrelevant, but whatever. I just felt like I needed to say that. But I watch her talk to all of these people. So like she can't even just like do her art. She has to actually be like a therapist, too. And I'm always like just in awe of how people can do that and multitask like that because I feel like an asshole even complaining about broadcasting, like broadcasting a podcast. I'm like bitching about it right now. Like I should, somebody shoot me because I have no right to complain. But sometimes you, ju- I just feel like, and it's been more recently than in, at any other moment where my brain is fried. And I don't know if it's because I'm traveling a lot or just that I'm busy. And and do you ever feel like, okay, do you ever feel like 
there are people coming at you from all sides. Like not just work because that, okay, there is every different, I don't just have one job, not one night. It's not just one nine to five where I have one boss that I have to answer to. There are like a million different little jobs. Like there are a million things that I'm doing that I have to respond to all these different people and keep track of it. And then my friends with their fucking group chats. So my phone's dinging. And then I have my mom and then my dad and then my brother and my sister. And they're all texting me like I'm an asshole. Why haven't you responded? And then I look back at like my mom's text messages and she's texted me like eight times and I haven't said one thing and I feel like an asshole. But at the same time, I'm like, I can't just let me be just for what all I want is for like just to have one whole day, like wake up not talk to anyone or have to think about anything or respond to anyone or be responsible at all and have that whole day to just like not speak, do what I want in my apartment alone and then go to sleep and then wake up the next day. And then I feel like maybe I would be like ready for life. Again, I feel like a dick that I'm complaining because most of y'all have it way harder than I do. (laughs) But it's all relative, correct? You only know what you know. Like, there are people that have it. There are billionaires out there. Billionaires, like actual people that have like not just millions, but billions of dollars that are bitching about their lives. So that sometimes makes me feel better when I think about that. Every person bitches or feels anxiety about his or her life that's just a normal thing so it doesn't make any of us an asshole it's just it's life I know I've talked about this before where it's like we always feel like we're not doing enough I feel like I'm not doing enough but at the same time I don't know when I could do more (laughs) because I like I need to like not be on my phone and responding to shit and being stressed, be stressed like all the time. Like I I really need to just like sit and chill sometimes. I, if you're somebody, if you're a Khaleesi, if you're somebody that's listened to my podcast for a while, you know that like I really enjoy alone time at home or alone time anywhere, but mainly at home because I like to just, I think that's like the true, like it's a true cancer. Again, basic bitch thing to say. I'm a cancer. So like I love being at home we're like homebodies like our home is our sanctuary I like basically just read like right out of a zodiac book like shoot me um but I really do believe that that actually that is something that's part of my sign and whether I'm just you know blindly believing that and being naive or or whether it's true whatever I don't really care I just know that I really like having like a home that's mine and being in it It makes me feel good and happy. And recently, over the last like six months, I feel like I can't count. I mean, no, meaning like not on like one hand. Like I I can't. I think maybe I've been at my house alone like for like a, a solid night three times. And that's something I'm used to doing all of the time. So I'm just struggling to balance everything and find my way. Maybe I overcommitted by having two podcasts a week. 
Maybe I didn't overcommit. Maybe I'm just like at a weird point in my brain right now. Because what I keep thinking, like the way that I keep thinking about this stuff, I just sent an email to my my podcast bosses about this. And it's like the most embarrassing email. Like I send embarrassing shit when I like I get worked up about stuff. Um, I'm not I feel like I'm not professional at all but all I could think about is lately I've been getting anxiety about doing the podcast um, because I totally get and I have to talk about this I thought about whether I should but my whole podcast is about being honest I get that I have a shit ton of sponsors and that you guys are complaining I totally get that 100% I understand you don't you either don't feel like listening to a million so then you fast forward some of them I get that that's what I would do I'm so sorry so my fault though because I'm supposed to have two podcast two episodes a week and sometimes I can't deliver that that is completely my fault but it's getting to me too because the way that I work with my sponsors is that I pick and choose them. I don't just have anybody. And I really want to spend a lot of time on on each one because I believe in each sponsor that I have. So it it I get kind of confused as to like how it works. But lately, I've been getting really overwhelmed because when I do have a lot of sponsors, I, I feel like it's taking it's it's putting too much pressure on the podcast. And that's it's not what I want. Because the most fun thing I can do is just freely talk, preferably with somebody else, not a solo podcast, to freely talk and not have to worry about thinking about, oh, I have to make sure that I say this and da 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 da. Even though that's not the way that I work with sponsors and I say whatever I want to say, it still is added pressure. I'm just, this is a podcast episode that I'm doing. Yes, it's an Ask Stasi podcast, but it's a stream of consciousness consciousness podcast where I'm going to word vomit. So if you're not okay with that, you might want to turn it off. Okay, this is why I'm saying I need y'all's help because I feel like every time that I read about like celebrities that feel exhaustion and they go and like check themselves into the hospital. I've laughed. I've laughed every time I read that. I'm like, what do you mean exhaustion? You have like uh, millions of dollars. Granted, I don't. I'm saying they do. Millions of dollars. You have the world at your feet. You can do whatever the fuck you want. You have nothing to worry about. Why, what do you worry? Why are you exhausted? What do you mean you have to cancel your concert because like you're exhausted or you have anxiety? I'm like getting a small taste of it because I'm really struggling to find the like the creativity like to keep coming up with content when I feel tired. So like every day I feel tired. And so I'm like, what do I talk about? So today I decided going to talk about what's actually happening I'm tired and I need help and I'm gonna be honest talk about my sponsor situation talk about all of this because I mean otherwise I'd just be like being a fraud if I was like talking about anything else so thank you for listening to this word vomit situation right now I am gonna get into a question and then I'll get probably like circle back to like myself because I'm like in a I guess like a self-pity mood or something and it's not that I'm like self-pitying myself it's not like that it's just oh 
you know don't you just sometimes just you're just like i couldn't imagine if i had a nine to five with like children i had to make them dinner pick them up from school drop them off at school if i had a husband i had to make sure he's okay and it's like dude i didn't even have time to like watch a show tonight i'm just like tired now i just have to go to sleep because my children are now to sleep like see y'all those of you that have that life you're my heroes you are my hero if you're doing that and you're actually my inspiration every time i get into this like bratty mood so please just know that okay i'm gonna answer a question real fast um from Haley. She says, I'm writing to you because I feel alone. I'm a Khaleesi and listen to your podcast every week. So basically, my boyfriend of almost three years just broke up with me. I honestly feel like half the time he's trying to control me and doesn't genuinely care about what is going on in my life because he might be a narcissist and only cares about himself. I know he loves me, but he says hurtful things when he's mad, and I just don't know if I can keep living my life like this. I'm 23, he's 26, and half the time I wonder if he'll ever grow up. What should I do? Try to work things out or try to move on? I know it's easy to say move on, but I thought I would ask for your advice because of your recent breakup. Yeah, okay. Well, Haley's not her name. It says Beth. Well, her email is different than her name. Okay whatever either one I'm gonna call you hail Beth um I truly okay I'm gonna start by saying I truly don't ever believe in anyone giving any other human being the advice to break up with somebody that is something that I think both men and women need to to experience on their own and get there on their own like if anyone, when they would tell, when any of my friends would tell me in any relationship I ever was in, you need to break up with them. You guys aren't good together. That, that never worked. I had to get there on my own. I had to live through those experiences and live through that whole relationship so that I could make that decision myself. So I will not ever tell anyone to break up with someone. No one knows what goes on behind closed doors. Hail Beth, I don't know what y'all are like as a couple. I don't know you, I don't know him, and I don't know y'all together. So I could not possibly give advice on that. The only thing that I can give advice on is the little things that you've told me. And with that, I would say I felt exactly the same way you did. Um, it is crazy that it's like the boyfriend of three years because that's the same situation that I was in. I felt that uh, that that I was that I was a little controlled but I think you have to allow yourself to be controlled. And I think that if you're having these thoughts at the age of 23, first of all at 23 um you have so much to experience. I'm 28 and I know I have so much to experience. So it's not like your life is ending. I remember turning 23 on season one of Vanderpump Rules and I look back on that time and I, I hear the things that I said that season how like I I am 23 years old I know exactly what I want I know what I don't want I've experienced enough of life that like I'm not putting up with shit like I legitimately thought I knew everything and the more years that go by the more days that go by honestly the more I realize I know nothing about life I think as the older you get, the more you realize 
I mean, that's the only thing I can think of, unless I just actually am getting dumber, is that you don't, there are no answers to things and you don't know everything. And I still don't know what I want. I still don't know what's best for me because we're always changing. I'm always changing. The person next to me is always changing. Just because you thought you wanted something at 23 does not mean you're going to want it at 24. And you certainly won't want that at 34. So what I say is wait. You know what? Well, it sounds like this person already broke up with you. But if you guys are like rekindling things off often, then I just say, you know, wait until you get to the point where you're strong enough that you're confident in your decision to end it or you're confident in your decision to stick with it. Like if it's what makes you happy. The only, you know, God, the only question I could ask is, is that is, are you happy most of the time or are you like upset most of the time? Like whenever anybody comes to me for advice, that's like the only thing I know to ask because happiness ultimately is like what's we're here for, right? So I know I'm not wise and I'm no therapist, but we should all be happy. All right, Hail Beth. Don't let me down. Keep it together. All the Khaleesi's got you. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. Okay, I'm going to reach into my drawer, Stassi's drawer, Stassi stash. Let me explain what this is if y'all don't know what this is. Do you ever... Yeah, everybody does. Ghost, you go to parties, birthday parties, Christmas, holidays, bar mitzvahs, wedding showers, baby showers, bridal, bachelorette parties, like anniversaries. There are things that we need to get gifts for, graduations, for everything. Seriously, it's overwhelming. The amount of money that we all spend on gifts. I feel like Carrie Bradshaw in that episode where she's like, you know what? Fuck that. I'm marrying myself. Granted. I did marry myself this year, so maybe I am actually Carrie Bradshaw. I just don't have a thigh gap, so there's that. Uh, But we're going to open up my drawer, and so what I have is um, a drawer where whenever I have to go to a party, this is my, like, this is what I've, like, created in my head for, like, the Khaleesi community and myself. When we have to go to a party, open up that drawer, and there are options. Right now, I have two options, and I'm going to go over the two options. The first, watches. If you've ever looked at my Instagram or like paid attention to my outfits, you know I'm always wearing a watch. I've been like that since I was a little girl because my dad's obsessed with watches. And so I became into watches when I was little. So I feel naked if I'm not wearing one. Um, that's why I actually took this sponsor like very seriously. I had to like look at all the watches and be like, okay, are they like really all cute? Like would I wear them? And yes, I would. I got a rose gold one. Uh, MVMT watches. So it's pronounced movement, but just MVMT because that's what's on like the website URL thing. So this company was founded on the belief that style shouldn't break the bank. I mean, right? It's like a conspiracy that we have to spend so much money on shit. 
Um, so what they have is high quality minimalist products at like super affordable prices. And they have over 500,000 watches sold to customers in 160 plus countries around the world. So let me just explain to you what I like about it. Um, I really appreciate a sleek design of a watch. If you're going to have a watch that's not like thousands of dollars, it needs to be simple. The aesthetic needs to be minimal. Like I love that. It just needs to, it needs to be timeless and go with everything. That is what movement watches look like. Okay. Movement watches, they start at just $95 at a department store. If they were to sell their watches at a department store, it would be like 400 to $500. The reason why you're not having to pay that much is because they're just selling online. So no middleman. They don't have any prices marked up. You're just getting, you're buying the product for what it's actually worth. So if you're looking for a gift for somebody and you know what they like, whether it's silver or gold or, le- or you know, black leather, white leather, whatever, rose gold, uh, who cares? There's something for everyone and it's a wonderful gift to give somebody. So if you go to mvmtwatches.com slash Stasi, you'll get 15% off with free shipping and free returns. I'm telling you, the watch, they all have like super clean designs. It, it actually is like a really great, if you're a girl that likes jewelry, it's a great layering piece because you can add bracelets to it and it does like it matches and it, it, it makes sense. I like layering jewelry. Like, I mean, that's my thing, but what ifs? So go to mvmtwatches.com slash Stasi to get 15% off. That's movement watches, but it's mvmtwatches.com slash Stasi. And tweet me a photo um, of whatever watch you get if you get to keep it. Okay. So I am currently delirious because, okay, so most of the cat, the main cat, the cast, the main cast, okay, of uh, Vanderpump Rules, we're going to New York in a few hours uh, for a, basically it's like a Vanderpump crawl, like a pub crawl, a Vanderpub crawl. So if you're listening to this and you have time to RSVP, I would recommend doing that. We're really excited because basically it's like we're all going to go there and we have different groups that we're going to take and we're going to do like a pub crawl. And at the different bars that we're going to, Jack, Sandoval, and Ariana will individually be bartending at those bars. So it's just like going to be like a fun, like interactive way to like meet people and socialize, get wasted. I mean, I guess not too wasted because we have a long week ahead of us. But so the reason that I'm delirious right now is because I'm getting picked up at four in the morning. That's only a couple hours away. So I decided it would probably benefit me to stay awake all night instead of going to sleep and sleeping for three or four hours, like that, that, I feel like that would make me feel worse, right? I mean, I don't know. I'm trying it. It's not working out that well, as you can tell by like my downcast, like Miranda from Sex in the City, like negative attitude situation. Um, I'll let you know how it works out. 
But I felt like, you know, I'm going to sleep on the plane. It's like, that'll be like a full night's sleep when I sleep on the plane, right? So we're going to go do this pub crawl thing. Then we have to come back for two days. Then I'm going back again on Saturday to New York because I'm going to go see Kristen Chenoweth's show. You guys, I'm so excited. I was so, so thrilled. Not only that, like, she asked me to come, but then I was able to, like, get off and actually go. So my dad's going to meet me in New York, and we're going to have a father-daughter trip, and we're going to go see Kristen Chenoweth's Broadway show, and I couldn't... that this week's going to be intense, but I'm so excited about it. See, that's what makes me feel like a dick about complaining about things. It's like we all get to do fun things, like we get to do fun things. It's just sometimes you get overwhelmed. I don't know. Like I wouldn't call myself an entertainer, but I don't know what else to call it. Like when you do a podcast, like having to like be on and not just like sit and be like quiet and still and not talk it's it's, takes a lot out it really does I'm like sitting here struggling right now so I should probably get to the next question then I mean I guess that would make more sense but before I do I have my other gift for y'all to give people and this gift is for children so in Stassi's stash this is what you will give a child I actually, believe it or not, still babysit. I like to babysit. I don't really get paid for it anymore. I just like do it for funsies, which kind of makes me weird, I guess. But I like children, especially when they're like young enough to like not be annoying. Because like once a child hits like six, I'm like, okay, fuck off. You know what I mean? Like you kind of suck and like just stop talking. But when I'm with like toddlers or three-year-olds or whatever, are toddlers still three-year-olds? See, you know, I don't have a child just based on the fact that I had to ask that question. But I like reading them books and I like watching them like figure out what's going on in books like and on pages. So when I got this sponsor, I was actually really excited because even though I don't have a child or a husband or even a boyfriend, cool. I do get this kind of stuff because I like children. So imagine any of y'all who have children or you need like say a present for a child. Imagine if you have this book and the whole book is about like figuring out a child's name. And at the end of the book, the name that it, so basically like the theme of it, like the, the story is about finding the name of this child. And at the end of it, it's the actual name of whoever the child is that you're reading this book to. I hope that just made sense. So, okay, I'll give an example as to like how I I can make this maybe make more sense. One of my best friends, Jennifer Bush, she has the most adorable son, Kingston. He's three. And uh, he's also like a terrorist, because he's like really bad but he's obviously like he's the only three-year-old that I have in my life right now so he's my baby you know when you read him a book when I read him a book I'm reading him this book and the whole time he's trying to find out his like 
what is this child's name? What is the name? And it says Kingston at the end. So it's like personalized books for children. And come on, every it's not just children who like to feel special. Like, oh my God, it's me. Adults, everyone. I think that's like a human being thing where like we like to just feel like we're the one. Why do you think we all monogram shit? Because we like our initials. We like our names. We like to be like, oh, this is mine. It's me. I'm special. That's why this fucking Lost My Name book is so amazing. So Lost My Name makes books that are all about the individual child. So each child's, each child's adventure is based on the letters of their name. So that makes every story unique to each kid. So say Kingston and his friend have like both have the same book from uh, Lost My Name. It's not going to be the same story because the way that the stories work are based on the letters of their names. What? That's crazy. Honestly, that's so cool. And I don't know why like that hasn't been like explored before. There are hand drawn illustrations on every page. So it brings like their personal personalized book to life. It's made by you for your child or your friend's child, whomever. The book literally doesn't exist until you press the button. So it's like a one of a kind situation. I love this. Now my uterus is throbbing. I 100% need to like rethink my life choices because I might need a baby soon. But go to www.lostmy.name. I'm going to redo that so that you understand that I'm not just messing this up because I didn't know that you could have URLs like this. It's www.lostmy.name. Okay. No.com. Just lostmy.name. And enter whoever child or whatever name you want to put in, okay, for a free preview of their story. So you can preview it and see what it will look like. You have nothing to lose. And if you like it, enter code Stasi at checkout and you'll get 10% off your order. Shipping is free worldwide. And listen, don't wait to get your child their own personalized bedtime story. That's so 2016. We get pers- Children get personalized bedroom stories. You know what? Thank God I didn't have this when I was younger. No, I wish I did. Because then maybe I would have started a podcast when I was six. Okay. So next question. Shalane or Charlemagne. Charlemagne. Um, so we I talked about uh, Botox and plastic surgery and fillers and all that stuff with Chris and Dodie on my last podcast because I wanted to find out what the rest of the country outside of this like little bubble of Los Angeles is like and what y'all are going through and how you guys feel about it. And I get so, actually I get more emails about Botox than I've ever gotten in my whole entire life about any other topic. For real, Botox is, that is a, that's a hot topic. Yeah. Uh, So Charlemagne uh, said, I'm 28 and I live in, well, she lives in LA. I'm 28 and I live in LA. I've been thinking about getting it done for a few months now after being shocked by my own reflection on a few occasions, but I'm terrified something's going to go wrong. Like what the fuck is this weird droopy eyes side effect that can occur? I just can't stroll into work on a Monday and have one droopy eye. 
I guess what I'm really asking here is, number one, were you terrified to get Botox for the first time? And two, how did you decide where to go and where do you go? Okay. I will say, she also says, even in LA, I feel weird discussing, discussing Botox publicly. Per your podcast discussion, I feel like I'd be met with, what? You're so young. Are you crazy? I think it's more socially acceptable for people 35 plus in age. With that said, if you read this email on your shit, I hope that's okay that I said your real name too. Charlemagne. Okay. Um, so. Okay. I remember the first time that I heard about Botox being a thing that young people do. And that was when I was filming season one. So that was five years ago. And Sheena Shea. And Sheena, I'm not giving away any of her secrets. She talks about how she loves Botox. She's talked about it for years she loves it. She waves the flag for it. So Sheena Shea loves Botox. And I remember sitting at Sir, actually like a shift at Sir five years ago. And Jax and I were together. And Sheena was telling me how I needed Botox. And I'm like, absolutely not. Because I need this dick right here to know when I'm mad at him. I still kind of feel that way. So that this is this was my compromise. I get Botox like once or twice a year. I get it when I'm not filming and I I get it when it's like off season. Um, I'm not thrilled with what my face looks like because I like to have expression. I I don't like a frozen face. I just doesn't, I don't feel like myself, but I also do truly believe that it is a preventative. Sheena Manina or Amberly Carter and all of these people that I, that a lot of my friends would disagree, like my health friends will, shoot me for saying this stuff because they're so against it and they might be right. Um, I just know the culture in LA and that, and when Sheena was telling me like five years ago, she's like, yeah, like listing people that are way younger than me that were getting it, like teenagers that were getting it. I couldn't believe it. And so the first time that I got Botox was like a year later and I went to Sheena's place with her. I did a wonderful job. Um, but my face didn't move and, but I I didn't get any droopiness. So I guess I, I, I was, I wasn't aware that that was like a thing that could happen. Now I go to the plastic surgeon that gave me my breast reduction because I trust him because when I ask him for things, he tells me no. So any person that's going to tell you no, because it's taking money out of their pocket to tell me no, or meaning they're not gaining anything. I I completely trust. Um, I'm trying to think of the droopiness right now because I have had like my friends be like, well, I still see like one eyebrow like raises and the other one doesn't and like this looks weird. But I don't know any droopiness. I think that most, if you go to a decent place, I would never get, okay, this is my advice. I would never get a group on for Botox. That you should go to a place where you have to actually like pay for it because I just, I just like don't trust discounts when it comes to like things being injected in my forehead. You know, I would rather pay like the most amount of money that I could to get it. And instead of a discount, just because it makes me feel like it's like safer, it goes away in three months. So even if you do like get a bit of droopiness, first of all, you can go back and say, Hey, my face doesn't look right. And it's a little 
whatever you did, it's making it droopy and they can fix it right away. That's the beauty of Botox. But also it goes away in three months. So it's not like if somebody gets Botox, it's like, oh my God, they're so plastic surgeried out. No, that shit ends in a few months. So I say, go try it. I was not nervous. I still don't get nervous. I get annoyed that I have to do it because I just like don't have like having a frozen face. But once you see your makeup start like crusting in the lines of your forehead, it's like, oh, maybe I should do something. You know what I mean? Um, I hope that helped Charlemagne. Um, so yeah, ladies and gents, I'm delirious. I think it's time for me to sign off. See y'all in New York. Bye.